0: I'm Danny, that witch next door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome to another episode, another week here in the witchy neighborhood. I'm Danny. I'm That Witch Next Door, and I'm your host, I'm your guide, your mentor, and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business. And I am obsessed with this applicable astrology series. Oh my God, I am having so much fun. Um, You know, so many of you have been reaching out to me with the different breakthroughs, that you've been having the different questions that this is bringing up for you as you're looking at your own chart and reflecting on other people's charts that you look at. And it's just filling my heart with joy because I have always incorporated these different layers and categories into my studies. And I think that like kind of culminating all of it into a little mini series has just been so beneficial. It's certainly been just such a joy for me to do. So thank you, thank you so much for joining me. If this is your first time here in the neighborhood, welcome. You may want to start at the beginning of at least the applicable astrology mini series um, so that you can catch up with where we are at today. But I'm excited for this one. I'm excited because, you know... I think that I love modalities just about as much as I love talking about polarities. Uh, This is all about how a sign moves. And this is very, very crucial and critical information in our true in-depth understanding of the energies of all of these different signs and archetypes, okay? So... For example, today, hey, coming at you, Tuesday, December 7th, the moon is in Aquarius today, which is a fixed sign. And there are a lot of squares happening today and this week, honestly. And this is going to really lend itself to a lot, a lot of edginess, a lot of tension, uh, very growing and building tension if this sounds at all like you, um, and, and maybe what you've been experiencing or what you're feeling like you are now starting to experience, make sure that you head over to the YouTube channel now um, and subscribe and make sure you check out the pre show tarot reading because we really, really get into that today. But when I talk about Aquarius being a fixed sign, when I talk about squares, um one of the aspects specifically Uh, I am leaning very heavily into my knowledge and understanding of modalities, of how the signs move. So let's get into it. There are three total modalities, okay? And that is cardinal, fixed, and mutable. So since there's three modalities, that means within each of those categories falls four signs, And yes, there is one sign of each element within each modality. And that's one of my other favorite layers. Oh, it's just so fun to look at. Okay. So you can just let your inspiration run with that. And we'll talk a little bit about it naturally today, of course. So First and foremost, we are going to start off with cardinal because how could we not? It would be such a disservice to cardinal energy and to cardinal signs not to start off on cardinal because that's what this modality and movement is all about. This is very, very instigative, very innovative. Uh, this is the spark of new life, new beginnings, a new chapter being opened. Okay. Um, all of these different types of themes. That's cardinal energy, baby, okay? So when we look at the cardinal signs, they are as follows, Aries, then Cancer, then Libra, and finally Capricorn. And Aries, let's just really appropriately call Aries our fire starter, shall we? Because that is exactly, exactly what this cardinal fire energy really does look like we see this uh during the spring equinox which is the mark and beginning of aries season aries is the first sign in the zodiac um it is very much about as new as you can get let's be honest i have said it once i've said it a million times i think that aries is the most cardinal of all of the cardinal signs um because it represents the definition of cardinal. Now, when we move into Cancer, I think that we see, uh, in my opinion, the second most cardinal acting. I think that Libra and Capricorn, and I'll explain this when I get there, I think that their cardinal qualities are more subtle and more diplomatic, and we'll get there. Aries and Cancer their cardinal energy is much more reactive, okay? Uh, Honestly, both a lot more emotionally charged and Libra and Capricorn much more intellectually charged, much more practically charged. So in Cancer, if if you have ever come across or have within yourself some unevolved Cancer energy, you know what I'm talking about. This is a very explosive sign. I think it's very, very, very silly when people talk about cancers being these like little sensitive crybabies. I do think that unevolved cancer, I think that in general, it's a, you know, quote unquote, sensitive sign in especially its empathic abilities. Um, But I think that that sensitivity has a lot more, a lot more oomph behind it than people kind of give it. Like, I think that, and then people are always kind of shocked to find out some of the craziest motherfuckers they knew was a cancer. Uh, so that's why it always makes me laugh. I'm like, they're not like Baby Spice. Like, and honestly, maybe they are like Baby Spice. Maybe secretly deep down Baby Spice is terrifying when she gets mad. So, <laughs> um Cancer, you really see this when you test its protective qualities, okay? When you really, uh, when you kind of poke the bear at its loved ones with Aries, it's when you poke at people's individuality and like their right to be their own person. Like Aries is so passionate about individuality, doing things for themselves and other people's doing things for themselves. And then in Libra and Capricorn, uh, like I said, this energy is a lot more diplomatic and it, it's really not that subtle if you really understand cardinal energy. But I think when you put it right next to Aries and Cancer cardinal energy, uh, it does look a lot more, a lot more subtle compared to those two. But really in Libra, I think that one of the examples we see this in is that Libra natural initiation for social interaction, for human connection, for relating to somebody. Um, Libra is not afraid to put themselves out there. They really, really, really thrive in some social connection. So, and it's gotta be, you know, we've talked about this lots. It's gotta be connection. It can't be too surface level. Um, I think that if you have really, really, really major Libra placements, particularly in your personal planets, uh, so like Mercury, Mars, Venus, your big three, um, I I think that things like quarantine and lockdown, like this was a time period that was extremely hard on you. You were one of the signs that was extremely hard on um, and probably got you to get a little creative and find ways to instigate that, that connection. This is the beautiful and what I meant earlier about diplomatic initiation of Libra. They see the importance and they know and feel and are born with that mission of importance of that human connection. And so if you starve them of, if you starve them of that, they will go out of their way and get creative to find it. They're Venus ruled. They'll do it from this really beautiful, like, um, pure, pure heart centered place kind of a thing. And so, uh, I think that I, a lot of my favorite, favorite Librans, um, and like Libra placements in my life, uh, they're some of the most like really local, like community based people that I know. They really, really thrive off of. Not just participating in, but creating that, that sense of connection for other people. And in Capricorn, this cardinal energy, um, is fearless. I, I won't lie to you at all. Cardinal Capricorn is, is head held high and just taking that step forward. To get super stereotypical, I, I think of that like, interview that you go into that you're like, I'm going to fucking kill this. And then you do, and you just murder it and you feel so good. And like, oh, like that's like ultimate, like (laughs) not ultimate, I guess, but that's very pure raw form of that energy to (laughs) me, that feeling that, that confidence. Um, when Capricorn really leans into its cardinal, uh, its cardinal movement and trait. We see placements that, especially in times of panic, chaos, disharmony, disorganization, um, they can not only hold it together, they can pull it together and keep it together for lots and lots of people. That is that fearlessness that I'm talking about. Um, I really, you know, let Capricorn brush your shoulder off a little bit because ugh, I really, I really do love, um, love that strong trait of yours. Now let's, let's move into, I'm going to skip over fixed. I always do this. It's my little rebel in me, I guess. Uh, in, and you know how very organized we always go in the order of the astrological wheel, because to me, it's kind of like alphabetizing something astrologically. <laughs> That's how my brain works. Um, but I do always, when I'm teaching modalities, I always switch. I always switch. Uh, first I talk about mutable and then I talk about fixed. And here's why mutable energy is very adaptive and constantly moving okay uh these are very 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 active signs very very uh they could be restless is what i'm trying to say i i really think that cardinal and and mutable energy feed off of each other very well and especially when you're learning about modalities i think that it makes sense in this in this way this is the ability to adapt and be flexible and be fluid with your environment we're going to see the alchemizers in this category in this group okay so the four signs that are the mutable signs are gemini Virgo. Saggy. Sagittarius. (laughs) And Pisces. Sag. Mercury is in Sag right now. And that just like immediately came through. And I was like, why did I say it that way? And Mercury's fucking with me. But Saggy. Um, Okay. So those are the four mutable signs. And here we have our, hey, like, shit happens. You got to go with it. Life happened, Like, right? Like, this unpredictability. And so you got to lean with it or you got to, you know what I mean? Like, that is the philosophy and the way of life of the mutables. Um especially in Gemini and Virgo, because they are Mercury ruled, we see high energy, a very, very high concentration of energy in Mercury ruled signs. These are my energizer bunnies. I always say, uh, y'all have to be of everybody although I'd throw Capricorn in this too. You have to be so wary and mindful of potential burnout. Gemini and Virgo can go so hard and so fast. Digging a hole into the earth, all of a sudden they have like gone around and around a million times. They seriously, that's how, how unending Mercury energy can be. And then all of a sudden that energy is like, gone. So that is, if you have really major mutable placements, especially Gemini and Virgo, it is very important to be really, really mindful of your early signs of burnout, okay? Because you really, one of the best, best things that you can give really any of the mutable signs is rest. Because in Gemini, we have this un ending curiosity and digging through details and information processing just taking on as much information as possible and and having that mission to get that message back out. So this is why we have like the listener and the speaker in the twins of gemini, right? And so when we get to Virgo, this mercury energy is very familiar still, okay? But Virgo is a very, very external sign in that it is a master of its environment. That is its playground. It can morph anything at any time. And if the environment changes, that's okay. Virgo can totally handle that. Now, in Sagittarius and Pisces, however... This energy is way more playful, okay? I will say that I find all of the mutable signs to be very, very playful signs. And if you are one of those people that say that Virgo is not, then you just aren't up to Virgo standards for them to like really let you in and be goofy with you because um, I hardcore disagree with that. I have known way too many Virgo placements. They, the mutable signs are where if so much, if not all of humor comes from, seriously, there is so, so much playfulness here. And in Sagittarius and in Pisces, we really specifically tap into imaginative, very, very imaginative, otherworldly, different playfulness. Okay. In Sagittarius, this is why there's this always constantly seeking and exploring, right? That is why, um, or where Sagittarius gets its playful energy from is because it has this constant uh, wanderlust about it. It's excited all the time. And in Pisces, it is very, very much a seeker and explorer itself, actually, Um, but m- on a much more spiritual and ethereal sense. This is really through the cosmos. Pisces is totally this cosmic explorer, very, or honestly, beyond that, into the dream realm, into any other realms and dimensions, okay? So this is why in these signs, as you can see, we have a very big lack of rest and stillness and being grounded and being rooted. And that is what brings me to the fixed signs and to fixed energy. So these four signs are... Are very stabilizing, very sustaining energy. This is how things maintain. This is where our like sense of permanency comes from. Okay, this is where our sense of concrete comes from. In the fixed uh, category, we have Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. Aquarius is a very, very special kind of fixed sign that I will, it's already last anyways, but we're going to specifically save it for last. Taurus, uh, might be the most fixed of the fixers. Seriously. Uh, y'all invented <laughs> the modality of being a fixed sign seriously seriously um it's so funny because i say i can like rank in cardinal and fix like which one is more cardinal which one is more fixed and immutable do you know what's really funny um they all are just a very different pure form of that energy to me interesting i just noticed that In fixed energy, however, Taurus is the epitome of this stable, staying permanent. Can you guess why maybe we get a little bit of stubbornness in Taurus? This is something that I love about Taurus energy though, because in fixed energy, everyone, this is where we hold our ground. This is honestly, even in cardinal energy, even with the confidence that really comes with cardinal energy, it's not the same as this fixed energy where we really, really learn to stand our ground. Okay. Um, I, I really do truly believe in that and tending to our roots, right? How, we've talked about that many, many times. I will always talk about that. It's such an important concept. And that is another theme and concept birthed from, from fixed, fixed modalities. Um, so in Taurus, a big reason why it's the, the most fixed of the fixers, I say, is because to me, Taurus is just like lives in the dirt. Like you are the most earthy, like rooted, like mother earth rooted sign to me and energy to me. And that is what fixed is, is just like this really harmonious anchor. It's not, it's not fixed. Forced and it's not suffocated when it's really healthy fixed energy. Okay. It's, it's, it's solid and graceful. Mm, I love that. Um, remember that because fixed, this is where a lot of tension happens. Okay. There's a lot, a lot of tension in fixed signs because they are so <laughs> immobile. Uh, they, They have a lot, a lot of friction. This will really, really uh, be brought home in the coming episodes when we start talking about aspects and we specifically talk about squares because squares only happen between modalities, between a a fixed and a fixed and a cardinal and a cardinal, okay? And so on. And so um, in fixed, that's why I'm saying there's a a very particular kind of of roughness and tension. And remember that I said the moon's in Aquarius, which is a fixed sign and there's a lot of squares happening. Yeah. So extra tension. Okay. Um, this makes it, an incredibly strengthening modality okay i mean really think about you know solid concrete building brick by brick having the patience to do that that's what we learn especially in Taurus okay that very practical earthy building and creating your structure and your life and your and your environment okay and when we get into leo fixed energy fire fixed energy this is um This is sustaining energy as in fuel, okay? This is like fuel, jet fuel though. This is the middle of the summer, unending heat wave, that kind of sustaining energy and fuel, okay? That's how we see fixed in Leo specifically. Um, There is, this is why Leo is such a strong and courageous leader. Okay. Because of this unrelenting fuel. And by the way, it's powered by the sun. The sun is the ruler of Leo. It's the ultimate energy source. It literally gives us all life. It's the center of our solar system. (laughs) So Leo, real powerhouse, real powerhouse. Okay. That's what that fixed hot fire energy looks like in Leo. And in Scorpio, the way that this is or is really represented or how it feels or how it looks, um, honestly, keep in mind, because of this Mars co-rulership over, over Scorpio, there's some heat here as well. Make no mistake about that. The fixed energy that comes from Scorpio can definitely be heat as well. But I would I would specify that even further by saying it's intense. It's probably the most intense sign. Let's think about it. It always gets labeled with the word brooding. Look up that term, by the way. Did you, I've heard that term for forever. And I always like, it sounds like, you know what it means, right? Like brooding, but I'd never read the definition. And it means like, I thought it meant like, honestly, I thought it was like, you know, the vibe, like that emo person, like, right? Like moody and like that. And it means someone that is, you can't tell if they're up to shifty behavior or not. And I was like, wow, that is definitely Scorpio, but it's intense. It's intense. If you have ever, even in like really, really beginner, beginner, beginner astrology info read it, like your own horoscope, I would say about, um, Uh, Scorpio energy, you've probably read the words intensely brooding because I remember reading that so many times and it is so true. It's intense emotion, intense darkness, intense intimacy, intense power. That's, do you see why it's kind of hard to describe almost? It's very, very, other side of the veil, okay? It's very, very intense. It's an intense feeling. That's the fixed kind of energy that Scorpio houses and brings to the table. In aqua, in Aquarius, the reason why this is different is because Aquarius is actually an extremely mobile sign, unlike its counterpart. It's not direct counterpart. It's not opposite, but in this, in the fixed, within the fixed category, Taurus and Aquarius are the most like opposite in my mind. Okay. Taurus is so unmoving. Like I said, right. It's the like pure epitome form of fixed energy. And in Aquarius, I remember when I very first started studying modalities, um, one of the signs that I just couldn't grasp the energy of for the longest time was Aquarius. And I was like, but that it moves to me. It moves constantly. It's such a mobile sign. It's so innovative and progressive and exploratory, very much a taking action, right? Like we see this in um it's charitable and philanthropic traits, like volunteerism. I mean, I don't understand, like, I don't understand. And it finally dawned on me one day uh, through this exact style of study, mind you, just through grouping all of the different categories and looking at the similarities and differences between, you know, the characters within the categories and, you know, the categories against themselves, against each other. Um, And it dawns on me what's so fixed about Aquarius is its movement, is its constant, constant going and moving forward. Aquarius is concerned with like always ascending, always moving forward, always progressing. And I mean forward, 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 up, up, up. Aquarius does not do that backwards at all. This is why we see a lot of tension, um, in the transition from capricorn to aquarius you can see this tension in capricorn placements and aquarius placements a lot because capricorn is so rooted in tradition because saturn its ruler is so rooted in but i've data collected i i collect information in the past right and that information is important and aquarius very different understands the importance of newness and not being afraid of that and needing to go after it and not being and and never Never ending that quest for the greater good. Wow. See what I mean? That's that, like, that humanitarianism within Aquarius. It's, it's this, you never give up the good fight. That's how it's fixed because it won't ever give up the good fight. Good on you, Aquarius. Wow. So, As you can see, this is, this is such a fun layer to really, really uncover in astrology. And it is one that I find crazy glossed over in beginning astrology education. I think that it's considered intermediate. I don't know, or it's considered unnecessary. And I think it is insanely helpful and so illuminating to the energies of all of these different signs. So Please let me know. I would love to know, especially kind of back to back after our polarities and duality episode last time in contrast with this modalities episode, how did you feel? How, what came up for you? What breakthroughs or questions came up for you? I would love to um, talk with all of you. Thank you so much, by the way, for all of your patience um, with my responses to all of you. I absolutely love it. fills my heart that so many of you reach out to me. Um, But I make it such a priority to be really, really holy and genuinely present uh, when I do respond to any message, whether you're my friend or my husband or my client or a listener of the podcast, anywhere in between. Um, I really do make that a priority. So please do know that when I do take time to respond, it is only so that I can take a real, genuine, present moment to just be with you and offer my insight and and my response, okay? So thank you so much. Again, please send anything else my way. I would love to hear what came up. Don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, over on TikTok, at thatwitch.nextdoor. I did want to take a moment at the very, very, very end of the show here to just update all of you. Um, I have been like super off the gram and TikTok, quite honestly. And this time of year really, really does call for deep, deep introspection. And I think that a lot of us do feel bad about that. Um, Like we can't feel that way or we can't lean into that energy. And I've kind of just been listening to it and, and really drawing inward and prioritizing my time on what needs to be done. The really cool thing is that what I have been working on is everything, all the planning, all the structure for that witch school. Um, I create Tons of amazing materials for my clients within my mentorship program. And I am interacting and talking and meeting with them regularly. And so I am here, I promise. I think that we all have this like weird pressure that because of the algorithm and because it's good to show up every day on social media, if we, you know, take a month of only showing up once a week or once every couple of weeks, we feel really, really guilty. And I'm here to tell you that if you also need to give yourself permission to do that, especially with the craziness of the holidays coming up. And honestly, if you just need to do that, that's enough. That's enough of a reason. Okay. So in the spirit of me, always, always being transparent with you, I just wanted to update you on that. I do have a lot of really amazing Instagram and just other platforms, um, content coming now that I've got a lot of this other stuff under my belt. I cannot wait, but don't forget. I always post the best place to follow for announcements from me is going to be my Instagram stories. Okay. And then don't forget to subscribe to my email list. You can do that by joining the waitlist for that witch school, or joining my website. Okay, and just dropping your email to subscribe to my website. Um, that is always the best way to make sure that you can get a hold of me, or that you don't miss any announcements, or offers, or specials at all. All right, everybody, this was really wonderful. Let me know what you thought of it, please. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to leave five star review on iTunes and a lovely little comment down below if you're watching on youtube and stay safe be good and you all stay match club hey thanks for listening to this week's episode of that witch podcast if you enjoyed what you heard here today i would be really grateful if you would head over to itunes right now and leave a super nice five-star review You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at thatwitch.nextdoor. I love connecting with all of you outside the show. Keep those questions. Keep those comments coming. You can send fan art suggestions for topics on the show. You can nominate people to be interviewed on the show. Send anything like that to thatwitchnextdoor at gmail.com. And if you'd like to work together, I am offering a really amazing mentorship program. I'm only offering a very, very limited number of spots. You can submit your application and learn more on my website. And you can also book a one-on-one session with me at thatwitchnextdoor.com. Thank you so much again, and I'll see you all next week.